Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And uh, here we go again. It is episode one of season one of Beast Wars. Beast Wars. And the name of the episode is Beast Wars, part one. Part one. Very fitting. Uh, so this episode, Paul, is written by Bob Forward. It was directed by Ian Pearson. Maybe we'll, you know, show props out to see how long... Uh, it takes for me to forget to do that. Yeah, we only mentioned the writers a couple times uh, in the last series. Mm. so And it was usually to mock them. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Uh, so we should, just before we get into uh, this episode, we should really state that you and I didn't really watch Beast Wars when it came out. Yeah, you and I were in our late teens when this was a yeah. new thing. Like, this is one of those shows that, like, if you're flipping through the channels and it was on, you'd sit there and watch it for... Probably till the next commercial, and you're like, yeah, okay, yeah, whatever, and then exactly, flip it back over yeah. to I, Much Music or something. But Much Music, <laughs> their date's a time and a place. So everything that we're doing here and watching is all, really, it's new to us. I, I wouldn't be surprised if once or twice in this uh, series, one of us goes, I remember this It's pretty scene. well new, yeah. But on the whole, we don't know the stories, we don't know anything about this series. I know it's one of the more appreciated Transformers uh, series, but that's about all I know. And, uh, yeah, so here we go. Here we go with the very first scene of Star Wars. There's one <laughs> ship chasing another ship, and it's yeah. kind of like the first scene, or not the very first scene, but like back in... Uh, more of the meets the eye part one where it's the Autobots mm-hmm. and the Decepticons or oh, the, oh, this time it's called something else but this time they kind of flip it around because it's the good guys chasing the bad guys oh, is, it, is it I thought it was the bad guys shooting at the good guys who were saying okay and we should also state that like we don't know who's who everybody is shot in shadow they don't say any names which mm. is obvious because they had they didn't want to build entirely new models that were going to be used for 30 seconds of TV time but yeah but we we can see that it's definitely robots like you see a mm-hmm. robotic hand working a throttle on something and then you see their faces and like the glowing eyes and yeah. stuff like that we do hear one name megatron mm. he's leading the bad guys who they are the maximals and the predacons not the autobots and decepticons and we find that out later but guaranteed uh we're gonna trip over that a few times until we get a little along the way here yeah. oh my god yes so forgive so us. Megatron's ship fires a heavy volley at the Maximal ship and basically disables everything. So the commander of the Maximal ship, which we don't know are the Maximals yet, uh, says, hey, release all the stasis, stasis pods. So they eject all these, like, ejection, or um, basically escape pods. Mm. And it's like doing this little spiral thing, and they're all shooting out nice and evenly and everything. And, and here's my prediction, Paul, is that throughout the series, those pods, because they have to have other Transformers in them, they're going to land down one at a time, and that's how we're going to introduce new toys throughout this series. There's my prediction. But, uh, yeah, so the, as the ship is spinning, they turn around and they fire full guns back at uh, the Predacons. Now their ship is crippled, too, and both ships enter the atmosphere. It shows the fire coming up on them as they're entering the atmosphere, and they both crash, and it shows this really cool, like, faraway shot of the two of them just falling from the sky, and they're going in different directions, and they're pretty well hit at the same time. And it really gives you a good idea of the distance they're at, because this series, from even just these first two episodes, but as it goes on, this series seems to be very localized. There's this tiny little segment of the world they crash into that, like, they don't seem to be near any uh, coast. There's, they'll travel to a mountain, but it's very, very local, and you see that with this shot. We cut to uh, Megatron's ship, and his computer confirms that they're on a planet with way too much energon. So much so that if they leave the ship in robot form, 
they'll only have a certain amount of time before they shut down. Yeah, it'll cause permanent damage because it's uh, mm-hmm. just too much. And Megatron's like, that's no big deal. We'll just make new forms and we'll base them on the strongest creatures on this planet. Like spiders and wasps. Yeah, they activate what? the scanner and the first three things it picks up are uh, dinosaur fossils. So, okay, that's pretty strong, but they're dead. But so if they're that strong, anyway. And then it, it picks up like uh, this giant hornet thing in a, or a spider. We don't really see how big they are in relation to everything else but just shows the two of them so there's that and doesn't show the scorpion but another one of them becomes a scorpion so yeah and then we it does it. like then it starts to go into what will become the maximals there's a rhino there's a cheetah and they're doing the same thing exactly and then we cut over to the maximal ship and they all kind of have this introduction where they come out and they go hey i'm this guy and i'm super cool and i'm that guy and i'm cool this way it's like this guy hey i'm a cheetah and he like sees his reflection in a shiny i'll tell you what he is my friend he's a transformer that looks like a cheetah and i think the kids will like him he's called cheeto there's also Rat Trap, Rhinox, and our good friend Optimus Prime, who's now Optimus Primal. These toys will be great for your kids, and you'll love them enough to give them to them. Wow, you really mellowed out. Wow. I'll tell you what, my friend, I figured out I was living life wrong. I talked to my wife, we had a long discussion. I checked myself into rehab, and now I'm back on the right track. I spend time with my kids, and I love my family. And now I'm just trying to bring joy to children through toys and love. Wow. Okay. Huh. Well, wow. Good for him. Never too late to clean up, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Still time to change the road you're on, as the song says. Yeah. There you go. I feel that what I'm about to say here, Paul, and like diehard Transformers fans will be like, you can't ask that question, man. But Cheetor is Bumblebee, right? Oh, yeah. He's totally Bumblebee yeah. with a he's little totally bit of jumper thrown in. I, from what I understand, yeah, this happens like bit. 300 years after the other one. Like, it's, it, there's, they're not the same Transformers. No. But. Cheetor is totally Bumblebee. He's totally Bumblebee. But the, the, here's the other question. And obviously, Optimus Primal is Optimus Prime, but who are Rat Trap and Rhinox? Well, I hated to admit this because Rat Trap, uh, I kind of get a little more fond of him as this goes on. But um, at first, didn't really like him. But I think the closest to be Mirage, who was my favorite Autobot, because he's a guy that doesn't really want to fight, doesn't really want to be here. He just. Yeah, I got a little bit of cliff jumper too, just in that um, I don't know, not belligerent, but he talks back a lot and yeah. cliff jumper head and attitude going on the whole time. Uh, now Rhinox is obviously like he's basically every smart old wise Autobot. He's Ironhide, he's Ratchet, he's Wheeljack, and Ultra Magnus, and a little bit. Yeah, of Yeah, yeah. There's a little Ultra Magnus in there, and then we have Optimus Primal, and he explains the same thing that Megatron did. Hey, we can only survive outdoors for a little while in robot mode. And uh, hey, Rhinox, do you know where we are? And he says, Not only do I not know where we are i don't know when we are yeah because apparently this uh, warp gate thing they went through travels through space and time so they could be anywhere or any when if that's even which a word, i guess but. is a very critical thing we didn't bring up at the very beginning they go through they come in through a warp gate so by the way uh, so then we cut over to the uh, predacons and dinobot who's a raptor velociraptor is accusing megatron of an incompetency for not landing on earth so this is the first time we hear about earth mm. and he's got this golden disc that he's pissed off it's useless now it turns out they have one of these golden records from voyager that yeah. they launched in 1977 because if you pause it really quick when he throws it it's like exactly the thing. It's like, wow, nicely done. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can, they just put that image on it. Um, and he, so he's pissed off there on this planet. And 
um, Megatron comes out in T-Rex mode and is like, he berates him a yeah, bit. Yeah, he's fucking big. He's like, what did you call me? Or something like, oh, I beg your pardon. Yeah, Megatron's voice is not the Megatron we're used to. Yeah. No, no. He's very much like, he's a almost, I get a big Dr. Frankenfurter vibe from him, especially yeah. later. He'll say Tim something Curry, yeah. Cheetor, but um, Megatron talks down to his, uh, Dinobot, and it's gonna screw me up having to call him Dinobot a lot. Yeah. But uh, and Dinobot terrorizes into his, so they don't transform now. They terrorize and they maximize. But Dinobot terrorizes into his robot form and is about to fight Megatron. And Megatron's like, "It's not always about force. Sometimes it's about strategy or tactics or something like that." And cunning. Yes. yes cunning. Isn't that right, Cy- or Cy- Cyclonus? Isn't that right, Scorponok? <laughs> Who's basically Cyclonus here? He's in second yeah. command as well find out but uh yeah uh, megatron steps to the side and there's scorpionox scorpionock with a missile arm and he fires it at dinobot who goes flying yeah way over the horizon bye-bye see ya <laughs> and then he's he's basically he he gives his uh here's our motivation he's like holy shit there's enough energon in this planet to fuel the entire predacon war we'll take over the galaxy and if the maximals are here go destroy them commercial break I think. So meanwhile, back at the Maximals, Rat Trap thinks, okay, this is bullshit. I don't like this place. And it, uh, it turns out that the, the Voyager Golden Record was, uh, they call it the Golden Disc, was Cybertron's most valuable artifact. Like, yeah, really? It's just a disc of gold. It's anyway. I guess, oh, no, because I think Optimus says something about how it was like a map to energy, great energy, which would imply Earth has a shit ton of energon, I guess. Maybe. But uh, he uh, Optimus understands that if the maximum if, if the Predacons find this energon, they'll fuel a new great war. That's you can't have that. He's like, yeah, remember that great war? We don't want that again. And Rytrip says, yeah, that's fine. But and Optimus is like, all right, you wanted exploration. This we're on an unknown planet. What else do you want? And he's like, yeah, working spacecraft would be nice. <laughs> he's a fucking. I, I'm I'm with you. I don't like him now. I know he's gonna get a little better because we've seen episodes, but yeah. Um, no sooner does Optimus say, "Hey, you want to explore?" Then Cheetor's like, "Hey, look at those cheetahs! I'm gonna explore them!" And runs off. Yeah, zoom! He's out of here. <laughs> Prime's like, "Hey, hey, get back here! We don't have time for this!" And he's like radioing. He's even pr- hitting his chest like he has a Star Trek communicator. <laughs> it's like, "Get back here!" And Re- and uh, Rhinox is like, "Just dude, give it up!" But oh, past 100 meters, those things are useless. So yeah, there's too much with energy, all energy on inter- interference. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, which is gonna come up later. Um, so in a few episodes, so Cheetor is running along. And he sees this giant <laughs> bug, and he's like, I don't know. He gets a weird reading off it, but he's like, well, he catches up to the other cheetah. He's like, Hey, what's shaking, kitties or something? And they look at him, and they just freak the fuck out. And take oh, yeah. off. There was a great like Looney Tunes Whoa! reaction yeah, from the, their eyes just turned yeah. to these little tiny dots, and like freaking. He's like, Hey, what is it? My breath. And uh, then he sees, uh, basically, I think he sees he sees Waspinator, but he picks in beast mode, and uh, he thinks, Hey, what's the big deal? Because the other cheetahs are like, What? I'll tell you the big deal. It's yet another Predacon. It's another toy you can buy for your kids. Or not. Maybe you want to sit down and read them a story. Give them a hug and tell them you love them. Okay, well, that's... So it's... Waspinator. So yeah, uh, they they attack. He, he yeah, they, he, Cheetor can't hit shit. This thing's just flying around. <laughs> like he can't hit a damn thing. And uh, the Maximals see all these explosions in the distance and they're like, oh god, what did he get into now? And uh, they come to the rescue. <laughs> I oh, love what to do here. So we've talked about 
being a beast mode transformer and having your friends say, <laughs> dude, can I ride on your back? And how annoying that would be. But they just do it here. Like, he's like, we got to go. And we cut to a scene. And <laughs> it's Optimus and Rat Trap. Oh, they're all in beast mode, riding on Rhinox's back. Not at a great pace, but, no. you know, through the... <laughs> like, Prime's got Rat Trap by the scraps of the neck. Like, no, you're coming too, kind of thing. It's like... So they go. And they, um, they, they have a little bit of an adventure there. They smash through some rocks. It's fun. But the Maximals arrive. Cheetor is being pinned down. Uh, his gun is jammed. Yeah. And just in time, the Maximals arrive. But oh my God, the Predacons arrived too. Commercial break. When we come back, uh, Prime tells Megatron, look, look, there's been peace between us for centuries. Like, why start this again? And Megatron's like, you're an idiot. Like, maybe from your point of view, it was peace. We've just been biding our time. Yeah. Can we can we talk about Optimus in that he's definitely not Optimus Prime in this? He's, no, he's he is not. He is Optimus Pacifist. He really is, he is Optimus Pacifist. He's Pacifist Primal. He will sacrifice himself just to save a Decepticon, or sorry, Predacon, and in a lot of dumb ways. Anyway, mm. we're I'm sure we're going to complain more about him as this series goes on, but I'm just stating it now, not a fan of Optimus Primal. Admittedly, he was the commander of an exploration vessel, so maybe he's Fair not enough. meant to be a warrior, but yeah. And we do see him trying to deal with taking command of the Maximals, but still, I don't care for the guy. Maybe I'll like him more by the end of the series. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, but they all, oh, this was the moment I, I fell in love with Megatron. Yeah, I love this. Where, uh, so as Megatron's monologuing, Cheetor unjams his gun and fires at him. <laughs> and Megatron's response is, oh, I like you, pussycat. Yeah, what a dirty, underhanded sneak attack. <laughs> like, I like this guy. Just give him lines, let him monologue. Five minutes every episode. Um, yeah. <laughs> and anyway, everybody's going to maximize and terrorize. And in it, we have like a one of Rhinox maximize. Yeah. Uh, we learn terrorizing yeah. the and then I think we meet the last two of them here. Yeah, the the spider is uh, is tarantulas. He's tarantulas, my friend. I'm sorry for cutting you off, but I'm just excited to tell you about these last two Predacons. It's tarantulas and pterosaur. They're great toys, quality made. Buy them for your children. Oh, because terrorsaur, and he's a pterosaur. Oh, that's that's kind of clever. So this is the first time we get to really see everybody's transformation, and it's okay is my ranking of them in that like you see parts move optimus primal's transformation is really good like when that happened i was like oh i can see how the toy would work and it's it's also like the same every time like it's not like in uh in the original series where sometimes it was just like a claymation mold yeah. from one to the other this it's like you see things turning and spinning and twisting and and and, and it's the same sequence every time yeah there's a few like cheetor has a couple things that seem to like just parts of the cheetah that just seem to shrink and disappear mm. uh there's there's a couple cheats with the cgi it's it's, it's on the whole it's pretty good and uh, they all open fire and this is an f fight i'm being really negative this episode i i should state i i like this show this show enticed me and i'm in yep I hit my in moment in the next episode, but they get into a pew, pew, pew fight. And uh, yeah, it's on. Oh, and then Cheetor gets caught. And guess how he gets caught, John? A rock lands on his leg. Oh, God, Steve, your kids would be in college by now. Oh, (laughs) you're the the, yeah. Cheetor gets caught and Optimus commands Rat Trap to go save him. And Rat Trap's like, oh, fuck you. He's like, I'm not going out there to get my hide blasted off. I was angry that Optimus didn't 
force him to go. Again, I can see that this is going to be character growth, which is a really neat thing to have in a Transformer series. Yeah. But Optimus says, okay, fine, fuck it, I'll go. And he jumps up, and holy shit, he can fly. Yeah, he's got a jetpack, so away he goes. And uh, he, he goes flying up to save Cheetor, but Megatron shoots at one of the boosters, um, and uh, he frees Cheetor, but the two of them are pinned down with fire. So Rhinox is a really cool thing here. Yeah, he's like, all right, you're going to help me with covering fire. And Redrap starts again. Rhinox just grabs him in one hand. And he's got, it looks like Cheetor's gun in the other one. Because we see Rhinox with a different gun in a later episode. And the set, he holds Rattrap up and like starts shooting him. I don't think he even says anything. So he's holding Rattrap, who is firing. And he's got a gun in his other hand. And they're both shooting down, like, layering... Uh, covering fire, yeah. So the the Prime and Rat Tra- or Prime and Cheetor get back to cover in the Maximals retreat, and as soon as they do, the Predacons start to short out. So they have to revert yeah, back to beast mode. Yeah, they've been in robot mode yeah. too long. They have to get back to beast mode. And I, was this another commercial break? Um, it was definitely a fade out and fade back in. It was a fade, so yeah. With the, with this with G one, it was really easy because there's yeah, the musical icon comes out. You know when there's a commercial break here. Uh, I'm guessing. But uh, they're all riding home on Rhinox. Doom, 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 yeah. doom. That's all it's missing is that kind of music. Yeah. And uh, Optimus and Rat Trap have a little, you know, Optimus is like, dude, obey my orders. I could have covered you better. You could have gotten him out easier, which I don't think he could have. But they have a, they kind of come to agreement, agree to disagree, it seems. Then, okay, so a little kind of convenient here that Optimus is like, oh, by the way, there's a sixth Predacon we didn't see. We should watch out for him. And then they're like, oh, there he is. Yeah, Cheetor's like, oh, because uh, look over there, and there's Dinobot. Yeah. And he's standing on this, like, thin little, uh, like, stone bridge kind of formation above this giant chasm, really. And he challenges, long and short of it, is he challenges Optimus to be the leader of the Maximals. Right, so the Transformers found the Voyager Golden Record, figured out all the ridiculous shit on the front of it about how to play it and how to get the information off of it and where Earth was, and we're on their way to Earth because apparently we told them we had Energon. Fine, Carl Sagan would be ecstatic. But hold on, the first time anything called Energon was ever mentioned on Earth was in 1984 in a kid's cartoon called The Transformers, when one character named Wheeljack tells another one named Bumblebee that there's not enough Energon in these conductors to last a cortex. Sorry, I can't do Wheeljack's voice. Anyway, the Voyager probes launched in 1977, so, like, that's seven years too late to get the word Energon on the record. Like, how did the Transformers know there was Energon on Earth? Also, it'll take 40,000 years for either of those probes to come anywhere near another star, so is this the super-distant future? I mean, Transformers lived for millions of years. It's not impossible. So much is just unlikely. Seems a bit ironic that they end up... Well, there's uh, the first episode of this series of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show, Beast Wars. Beast Wars. The next episode is going to be Beast Wars Part 2. All right. Good place to pick up. There you go. Uh, and if you want to see something just beastly on Twitter, uh, you can find me. I'm at John Sobey. Paul's at P. McPherson 1. Yep. You can uh, rate and review us on your podcast app. And we're on everything now. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere. And tell all your friends. Tell everybody know. And until next time, keep on Beast Wars. <laughs> see you next time. Did you call me?